Welcome to the How to Be Awesome at Your Job podcast, the show where brilliant professionals share how to sharpen the universal skills required to flourish at work. Enjoy more career fun, wins, meaning, and money with your host, Pete Mikaitis. Hello, hello, Pete here. I want to take a moment to chat about some of the implications of the listener survey that so many of you filled out. Thank you so much for that. And to discuss what that means for some changes toward the show going forward. So if this is your first time listening to this show, this won't be very helpful or meaningful to you. I recommend check out episode zero, start here, and episodes A, B, C, D, E, F, some of the faves positioned right before episode one in the feed. First, I want to say thank you so much. That was so awesome of you to take the time. Many of you took a whole lot more time than I was anticipating or expecting, way over 30 plus minutes sharing all of your input. So if that's you, thank you. I appreciate you. And I appreciate all of you. I'm in, I know of another podcast that has about three times as many listeners that did a survey and they had fewer total results and much less time spent on each uh, survey response. So that's just amazing. You guys are so cool. I, I really like you and, and I like hearing from you. Email anytime, Pete at awesome at your job.com. So thank you, thank you, thank you. That's really fun. And there are some fun themes that came across in terms of a, a lot of you really picking up a lot of inspiration from the show. Like you're not feeling it maybe that day going to work, but you hear some, some chipper music. Uh, some of you skip the chipper music, but you hear some useful tools and reframing and perspective that makes you say, you know what? Okay. You know, we can do this. Things might be interesting after all. You know, let's, let's tackle this day. And so I want to help you tackle that all the better. And so I'm going to share about five key things we're doing differently as a result of the survey. So in no particular order, I want to start with audio quality. So I noticed in the Apple engagement data, as well as one of the reasons why you don't finish an episode is that you aren't feeling it so much, the the quality of the audio. The, the guest, they have a, a voice that doesn't do it for you. They have a, a microphone that's not doing it for you. There's some skips and gaps and garbles. And so I have gone buck wild at looking at every platform there is for two human beings to have a conversation that's recorded across the internet and tried out 10 of them exhaustively one at a time and determined that cast is my vendor of choice if anyone's interested because it records the audio on each side of the conversation so there's no nothing missed in translation as audio is transferring across the interwebs to me it's recorded on their side it's recorded on my side and then it's it's synced up so that costs some money but i'm spending it you're worth it and that's kind of going smoothly i've also from time to time i volunteer to purchase my guest microphones and so sometimes they take me up other times they have it and i have gotten a little bit more of a backbone when it comes to i'm sorry you're going to have to reschedule i know you're a very big deal i know that it's fine for cnn but this audio quality is not quite acceptable. I would be continue to be pretty firm on that. So I hope that you will indeed experience an enhanced quality on the guest side uh, time after time. So that's one change. It's going. Next up, when we asked the question, what causes you to skip a given episode? Overwhelmingly, the answer was quite simple and direct. Well, hey, that topic isn't really relevant to my current work situation. And so that makes total sense. And in a way, it's sort of reflective of, of the process. It, we get so many incoming pitches that it's kind of easy to, in a way, just be in the, the passenger seat in terms of, okay, we're going to assess each and all 
every one of these pitches to see which one is the closest fit in terms of uh, relevance, uh, authority, and engagingness, and then kind of kind of march through the process, and and then a- away we go. And it's also easy because these people already say they want to be on a show, <laughs> so they're going to say yes, and they're quite keen on maybe promoting an upcoming book, would I kind of go find those books? So what is harder to do is to figure out, you know, given a, a listener need of which you've expressed many, how do we go find the people who are the best possible voices to address that need. And so we're getting there. We're kind of about halfway figured out in terms of, of a process to do this repeatedly, but it's a heck of a lot more work because I don't know if people are going to say, yes, you got to do more follow-up to hunt them down. I don't know that it takes more work to see that they have the knowledge and expertise as opposed to, oh yeah, you got a whole book on that thing. So that's more lifting and and we're doing it. I have doubled my podcast staff. So now we have three full-timers uh, plus three contracts contractors uh, or, or part-time plus me. So that is the, the staff right now making it happen. And it, it is necessary in order to, to get to the next level and be all the more applicable. And we're already starting to see some fruit from this uh, Valerie Young of imposter syndrome expertise, a recent episode. That is something we tried to hunt down because imposter syndrome came up a bunch in the, the surveys. And then we got a listener email. Thank you, Madeline, or is it Madeline, which is, hi team, I love your podcast, but need to tell you that the imposter syndrome episode is by far my favorite absolutely loved it it spoke so loudly to me many thanks exclamation point well well thank you madeline i am excited to have many many more episodes that feel like that felt to madeline and like for you so I know it's impossible to be all things to all people. You're in different situations. Some have direct reports. Some are not yet quite there. Uh, but the more that we are catering to you and, and less to publicists and authors and guests, no offense, they're awesome. We love them. We appreciate them. But on the, on the pecking order of stakeholders, uh, you know, you take the priority. So that's the story. And, and I, again, I've grown a little bit more uh, courage. Uh, to similarly to the microphone situation, we're going to have to reschedule or to know that timeline doesn't work for me to know we need to, the, the content to sound more like this and, and, and less about, you know, my book, my book, my book. So, so that's what is, is happening there in terms of, of getting all the more precise with folks who match just what you need, as opposed to folks who uh, show up in my inbox or, or, or have a book coming out much, much more work, but uh, double the staff in order to, to accommodate that. So, so I'm excited to see what the future holds in terms of episodes being on target for you. Next up, folks have complained about fluff in terms of if there's too much uh, stuff that's off topic, if it's off tangent, it's not useful. Well, uh, there's going to be less of that. To give you a sense of the process behind the scenes, we've got the episode transcribed, and then we have uh, staff kind of take a first crack at highlighting some elements in red that they think should go. And then I review that and, and say, yes, I agree, that should go. And, and the standard thus far has been, if something is confusing or a clear misstep or embarrassing or just is unambiguously wrong, it gets put in red. But now we're, we're cranking up the standard to if something is insufficiently valuable or is is boring, we put it in red. So the fun facts question at the beginning, uh, sometimes we just will not air those at all. Those will kind of all be in red. They will accomplish the goal of me and, and guest kind of getting acclimated and comfortable with each other, uh, but won't show up. Or they will be kind of cut in half. So I think historically, 
about 95% of episodes had 95% of the recording content aired. And we're going to be trimming a bit more of the red. Now, at the same time, I don't think a great story constitutes fluff. And I've heard that from many of you. It's, hey, if you give me tip, 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 tactic, 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 acronym, 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 process, 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 that's a little exhausting as opposed to let's hear some applications of that unfolding. Well, uh, we're going to get good, relevant, rich stories and and hopefully more of those uh, in the mix, but we're also going to be a little bit more deliberate about slashing out the the pieces of an episode that are not as delightfully entertaining and or, or useful for you to experience. Perhaps the most controversial question is, do we have just too many episodes? We got that yellow art again and again and again and again in your podcast feed because three times a week is way more than one time a week, like many podcasts release. And and so listeners really, we're on kind of two sides here. Some really do listen to 100% of episodes and like the very day it comes out and and finish it up maybe the next day if the commute is not long enough. And others very much uh, pick and choose the ones that are are the most relevant. And and so in a a way, kind of both segments of y'all would suffer if we had less variety to choose from and fewer total episodes to kind of accompany you on your commute or or wherever you're listening. But at the same time, if you're feeling kind of overwhelmed, that's not a great feeling to have from this podcast. So I'm chewing on that. I'm thinking about it. But at the very least, it makes me a little bit more comfortable to, instead of having a quick little holiday reflection, you know, on Columbus Day or Martin Luther King Day, it'd be fine to just have nothing. (laughs) Yeah, Because many of you said uh, you don't really listen to those holiday episodes that much anyway, uh, when when we don't have a guest or, or more substantive stuff. So... Anyway, that's kind of high on my mind in terms of, of considerations. So let's keep the conversation going. Pete at awesome at your job.com. Right now, we're keeping at three episodes per week, but maybe taking a little bit of time off here and there with some holidays and, and maybe dropping down to two if that really seems to be the consistent message. Next up, there was quite a demand for community and listener input. And hey, I'd like to be able to submit some some questions for the guests. And and that got my wheels turning. And, and that'd be really cool and fun. I, I guess I have all sorts of resistance to starting up a, a big old community for a couple reasons. You know, one, I see I see Facebook groups, and some of them are amazing. And hey, we had Jennifer Dulski, who is the head of Facebook groups on the podcast. And some Facebook groups are really cool. And, and I've enjoyed my participation in them. But I often find that when I go over to them, they are all they get promotional, or then I'm now I'm in Facebook and I'm distracted by whatever Facebook is trying to serve me up to grab my attention and eyeballs. And I wouldn't want to sort of do that to other people. So I've got some resistance there as well as boy, I just couldn't handle thousands of folks. So I guess where I'm coming out on this is I think it's quite likely we're going to develop some sort of a community experience but it's going to be smaller. And in order to be smaller, it will be something that is paid. So I think that is probably the best arrangement. I mean, you can't really know more than what is 150-ish people 
anyway. And if you had a community, I'd like it to be sort of somewhat small and manageable and people knowing people and have all kinds of really cool, fun benefits that uh, are associated with it. So if community is something that's that's big for you, we'll likely be collaboratively developing that with some of y'all and have some, some fun in creating it and, and seeing that it really is something that is as valuable, dare I say, as a LinkedIn premium membership, which is very valuable. That's my hope, uh, but in a different way and at a similar price point. That, that's kind of how I, I'm thinking about it for now. And if we were to find ourselves with, I don't know, somewhere between 15 and 150 engaged people supporting one another and chiming in on what would be some some great questions in, in a manageable way, then that would be something that I could very easily get behind and feel great about spending you know hours and hours of my life uh, participating in uh, that kind of a community. And finally, when it comes to listener success stories, yes, I would love to collect those. And I want to think about a, a structured way in which we can get that kind of going well. But if you might want to get the wheels turning right now, if How to Be Awesome at Your Job has touched you in some way, you've gotten a really cool result because you you listened to some perspective, I would love to hear that story. You know, somewhere more than one minute, less than 10 minutes, we could do it via a text in terms of an email that I would read, or we could have your voice on the show if you're comfortable and would prefer to have some fame in that way. We can go not at all anonymous with your full name and, and location or slightly anonymous with your first name and, and state or whatnot. So, but yes, be thinking about that listener success story if you have one in terms of what were you doing before? What did you learn? How did you apply that? And what results did you see afterwards? So somewhere between one minute and 10 minutes, I think it'd be really cool to have a couple compilation episodes that give you so much inspiration and cool ideas and thoughts for how does one really apply this information in your own situation. So that's what I got. Again, thank you so much for taking the time for the survey. I'm excited to make the show even more awesome for y'all as we approach our 10 millionth download within a few months here. Wow, what a journey. And, and thank you for joining us with it. I'm super excited. And uh, I thank you. And I wish you a very good day. Fun fact, I am currently away camping, but you're hearing my voice now because that's the power of recordings. Pretty cool. Anyway, hope to catch you with our next guest. It is Mike Vardy. He's another podcaster. It's called The Productivityist is the name of his show. And he's going to share some of the, the key things he's learned along the way about productivity tools and what's not about the tools and how you can achieve more quality results in a quality amount of time. Hope to catch you there and peace. Thanks for listening. To get the most out of the show, we recommend two key things. First, check out the extra resources at awesomeatyourjob.com. You can find this episode's transcript and links, as well as the perfect episode for your situation. You can search the full text transcripts of hundreds of episodes or explore episodes tagged by topic and competency covered. Second, subscribe to the podcast and get future episodes automatically. You can subscribe by telling Siri and several other smartphones and speakers, subscribe to the How to Be Awesome at Your Job podcast or by tapping subscribe in your podcast player of choice. If you'd like some extra help figuring out podcasts and how subscriptions work, visit awesomeatyourjob.com slash subscribe for guidance. Hope to catch you on the next episode of How to Be Awesome at Your Job.